0: back with another wonderful story of Clark Chesterfield. I'm sure you all love that last one. The ratings aren't in, but I'm positive it was a roaring smash success. It was just so well written and well crafted. One of our very best. And I'm sure the folks who give out the Peabody will agree. It certainly wasn't hastily put together at the last minute to avoid any untoward meddling. In lieu of a sponsor for tonight, I would like to take a moment to mention uh, a black Ford motor car that has been possibly following me since last Tuesday. The plate is MB-188K. That's MB-188K. It is a Wisconsin plate. Well, with that out of the way, let's cut right to the story. Another one in our Americana extravaganza. However, this one happened to take place in the most mystical of places, Rome. Yes, here at the Slanted Hallway, we love Rome and the Vatican, just as much as you do. And also, all government. No, not all government. Uh, uh, well, anyway, the Slanted Hallway presents Love in Rome. My, my, Lubega, fine work. Very fine indeed. Why, this very diamond is the largest and most pure I've ever seen. You would make a fortune if you were the one to sell it. Unfortunately for you, I'll be the one selling it. It's a very fine stone, sir. Very fine indeed. The Kimberley Mine has never produced anything quite like this. It will take all my skill. But I'll be able to cut some very good pieces from this. But I don't think you'll be seeing them. In 30 years as a diamond dealer, you've never once given me something like this. These pieces, their clarity, the skill of your cuts. It's like nothing in this world. The way they capture the light like my very soul is passed through these stones a necklace of purest gold with earrings to match that's the only thing these are fit for this is the best work you've ever done it's a pity you'll never see them finished
1: this is the most beautiful jewelry I've ever seen. So well made, so heavy.
2: Yeah, whatever. I got them for cheap. I thought something shiny might distract from your hands. Hold me. Down, boy, down. Oh, it's you. Sorry, I had my back turned and I thought you were the dog.
1: <laughs> oh, Clark, always making the jokes. You're the sweetest and the best, and I think... Oh, I shouldn't be a fool and say it. It's only been one night, but Clarky, I love you!
2: Who doesn't? What time have you got?
1: Um, it's 12.34.
2: Any second now. (laughs) Got it in one. Thanks for letting me use your window, doll. I won't be calling, and the number I left is fake. Charlie! Charlie,
3: please, wake up. We were so close to our last job.
2: Oh, he won't be waking. But don't worry. This is absolutely your last job.
3: Clark Chesterfield? I should have known it was you.
2: If you goons could smell, you'd have picked up my natural musk from a mile away. But you can't. And that's where you screwed up. It's not over yet, Chesterfield. You
3: crashed our car into Rome's largest store. Yeah! There! Now
2: you'll never find the Pope's hat! <laughs> you fool! Tit for hat is one of my favorite hangouts! Now, where could it be? Aha! How did you know? Well, it was sort of obvious. You see, I knew you had stolen from my less attractive, less capable former CIA roommate, and I knew he always made exact duplicates of all his possessions a symptom of his Chinese vampire disease. We knew that as well, which is why... Which is why you stole both hats, leaving him helplessly counting the grains of a bowl of rice and untying knots for the last week. The same trick I used to party with his best gal over spring break. But you'll never know if you have... The real hat? Sure, this miter here looks pretty good, but it's clearly a fake. You goons knew to disguise the real one, And I happen to know your boss, Vincenzo Gumbanzo, is a great lover of puns. Just give it up. You'll never find it. Isn't this it right here? How? How did you know? Well, I guess in this case, you could say the pen is miter. And also, most pens aren't the size of traffic cones. Rats. Foiled again by- Shut up and eat lead. This is so humiliating. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Look at this lead-eating fool! Cruise the streets of Rome on the public's dime. God, it's good to be a hero. Clark
4: Chesterfield.
2: My God, standard practice. Or rather, officer practice. What are you
4: doing here? A little R&R, as it were. Rosary and remittance. By the way, were you able to locate the Pope's hat?
2: Yes, and I was just about to head home on the next plane. Then it's very good our paths have crossed. Please, sit
4: at this cafe. You know, a picnic with you sure does feel like a prison. Wish posh, we're best friends. Now, Clark, we've received some trembling news back at home, and I've got some questions for you.
2: As far as I know, it was free bagel day. And Italy has some pretty lenient courts anyway. In a way, I was helping. Imagine if a mobster had gotten those locks. He'd have a full stomach to do crime with.
4: Oh my, it's not that at all. Clark, did the goon you apprehend have any distinguishing marks?
2: He did look poor, but that's fairly common.
4: I meant more in the way of tattoos.
2: As a matter-of-fact standard, he did. One of those girly navy tattoos. A squid, I think.
4: Then it's just as we feared. Clark, many of Europe's finest treasures have been stolen by men and women bearing that very same tattoo. Hmm. Well, what do people who have the same tattoo have in common? That's exactly what we've been trying to work out. They all share some common trait, something identifiable, something that seems they're part of a unique group.
2: Maybe they're all Soviets.
4: Unfortunately not. Some of our course, but others are from the far-flung corners of the globe such as Western Europe. My god, I've got it. What could it be? What's the common connection? They all have the same tattoo. Of course. Why didn't I see it sooner? If they were all the same tattoo, they must all go to the same tattoo parlor. And they all share a lifelong
2: commitment to some common cause, mission, or idea.
4: And they're remarkably zealous about it. Some kind of cult. But who could be at its head? Well, let's use some more of our CIA deductive reasoning.
2: Alright, let's start with what we know. They all have the same tattoo, but they don't do crimes all the time.
4: So they must have some kind of day job. Otherwise they'd be driven mad by boredom.
2: So they need a day job that allows them to be covered in tattoos and allows them to travel from country to
4: country unnoticed. And pays so little they're still willing to commit high stakes crimes. There's only one thing it could be, they're carnies. And there's only one carnival that's squid themed. And what's more, it's here in Rome at this very minute.
2: Tell me everything. I
4: just did. The annual Squid Fest is in town. It's run by a woman as diabolical as she is beautiful. You'll need to use every tool at your disposal to catch her.
2: Well, all I've got is my charm and my wits and $40,000 in a bag.
4: Well, I brought along a new gadget just for this occasion. It's got a trigger on this side, and on the other... A hole you want to avoid. My god, practice. You can't pull that out here. You're in public. Don't worry. Soy manofino gacciano. See? Problem solved. Godspeed, Clark.
0: Well, this story sure is taking its sweet time getting to the patriotism. We've had some action up front to tide you all over... And according to the script here, we're only a few pages away from another rip-roaring good time. I promise, though, this setup w- will pay off. It will end in the triumph of, of the American will, okay? All right, then, let's just all stick together for just a few more minutes, and then everything will be fixed. We return. <laughs>
1: So, I guess, seeing as this piece is a saison, I should go with the Impressionists of Saint save
3: Squid Lips! I'm sorry, but Clark Chesterfield bested me. We were unable to bring you the Pope's hat.
1: Drats, This is the single worst betrayal I've ever faced.
3: The good news, Miss Lips, is that he still believes we work for Don Gombazo and knows nothing of our true
2: operation. Yeah, honk honk. I'm a clown or whatever. Want to let me in on the plan too?
1: Well, at least our operation is safe. Someone will have to inform Sancho Salieri that his hat collection will not be completed mr. goon see that this doesn't happen again
3: of course miss lips it will never happen again
2: okay well I'm just a clown but I think we should start thinking about our next crime right now and we should talk about it very loudly and directly into my chest
1: there's no need we've made enough money to buy the warhead.
2: I'm just a simple clown so please explain what a warhead is to me to my chest As clearly as you can, please.
1: A nuclear warhead placed in the bottom of a cannon that all circuses are allowed to own. (laughs) We're going to blow it up when we visit the U.S. Army base in Germany. Next week.
2: Why on earth would you do that? Because, uh, it would really upstage my juggling.
1: It's very simple, clown. If a bomb blows up on the U.S. military base, all of Europe will automatically assume... It was American incompetence that led to the explosion. Then all of Europe will abide nuclear weapons, allowing the Soviets to conquer the continent.
2: But wouldn't the United States be able to just launch an ICBM from America? Or any of our top secret nuclear submarines? Or even just launch a traditional war to protect its allies from an aggressor?
1: This is why you're just a clown. An incredibly strong and handsome clown. You have no idea what you're talking about. It's a perfect plan. That's why His Holiness... That's why I came up with it.
2: This is your brilliant plan?
1: Of course it is. I am, after all, the head of the cult of the squid. All hail the squid.
3: All hail the squid! Also, should I be going somewhere?
1: You should be loading that nuclear warhead into the thing I told you to put it in. Of course.
2: Well, okay then. What am I supposed to do? Steal some art? Assassinate someone?
1: Well, you're just a ravishingly handsome, incredibly tall, but not in a weird way clown. Go entertain some kids or something.
2: I don't know about entertaining kids. See, look, this nose comes right off.
1: (laughs) My... You're even more incredibly handsome than I thought.
2: The name's Clark. Chesterfield. Clark Chesterfield. Captain, American, hero, and your guest for dinner tonight.
1: I don't have a guest for dinner tonight.
2: Well, you do now. No, you're my guest. We're going out. You're paying, though.
1: (laughs) My, of course. Let me just powder my nose.
2: Don't bother. It won't help. Or rather, you couldn't be any more beautiful.
1: And then, after I graduated from the University of Zurich, I got into the heist game. So I guess that's everything.
2: Sorry, I kind of zoned out there for the last half hour. Anyway, uh, how did you get the idea to blow people up?
1: Um. Well, it just seemed like a good idea. Really? Yep, really. Any minute now, that bomb will go off and- Hold
2: on a second. You scheduled the explosion for next week.
1: Um, I know, but, um, I thought that, that you, that, um, that I, that, that, that we could-
2: Who's the mastermind? Tell me, or I'll, I'll kill the waiter over there.
1: I'm fine with that. All right then, tell me or I'll kill you. But then you'll never know who the true mastermind and leader of the cult of the squid is.
2: Haha! so it's not you. Got you, now you have to tell me. Shoot,
1: fine, I'm not the real leader. The real head of the organization is His Holiness, Pope Pius XII. Of course, it's so obvious. His insane
2: demands for neutrality during the war. His opposition to violence as an answer. His time as a spy for the Department of Extraordinary Ecclesiastical Affairs. He's the only man with the skills and motivation to pull this off.
1: But it's not just the bomb. Even if we stop it, we'll never be able to move the... Church bureaucracy fast enough to stop his other schemes.
2: He's a lunatic with a madman's dream of peaceful coexistence, but I know exactly how to stop him.
5: please. I just wanted to let you all know that God loves you. All right, uh, that pretty much the whole speech. Sorry it's not longer. I'm off to go hang out in my palace and uh, think about God. Bye.
1: Great address, sir.
5: I thought so. I think that time I really nailed it, you know. I just got right to the point without being too preachy.
1: I noticed you didn't mention any member of the Holy Family.
5: Jeez, so nitpicky. Just, that's all I get, no matter what I do. I help people, I don't help people. No one is ever happy. You know what I mean, I work hard to get here, okay? I'm not like Jesus, all right? My dad didn't just give me a job. Golly, you know, just can I get two seconds to feel good about myself before the guilt kicks in?
1: I'm sorry, sir.
5: You should be. Everyone should feel sorry all the time. No rule. Everyone feels bad all the time. That
1: doesn't seem terribly productive.
5: Doesn't matter. I'm infallible. Learn to live with it. It's a dogma now. Now, how's the plan coming along?
1: Which one, Your Holiness?
5: Oh, which one? That's you. That's what you sound like. The plan to blow up the circus in Germany, obviously. How are we going to demilitarize a Christian Christendom without blowing things up? Okay, my job
1: is hard. You've mentioned that. There's been something of a holdup.
5: That right there. What you just did is what makes this so difficult. I come up with a perfect plan and everyone I tell it to screws it up. What? Were you not able to sell my hat?
1: No. It was intercepted by Clerk Chesterfield. He took your hat, and what's more, he killed the goons who were supposed to transfer the bomb.
5: Ah. All right, uh, fine. I'll uh, come up with a new plan to usher in a world of peace. Thank you very much for all your hard work.
1: I'm sorry, sir.
5: There doesn't marry anymore. I already decreed that you have to always feel that way. I'm just going to stare at the statue of a Redeemer for a little while. Gosh, he sure is a lot more handsome than he used to be. Hey, squid lips, doesn't Jesus normally have a beard? We couldn't find one in time. Oh, he hit me. Goons, help! We work for Squidlips now, Buster Brown! Goon, seize him! I've still got a few tricks up my sleeve. Swiss Guard, I'm being attacked! I didn't know they had guns. They're for more than just ceremonies,
1: you fools. Clark, help, he's got me! Squidlips, no!
2: All right, you Helvetic freaks. You just stepped between me and the broad who's been buying me dinner. Prepare to pay. Now, where did they run off to?
1: We're down the hall. He moves really slowly. He's so old.
2: Don't worry, I'm on my way.
1: Wait, Clark.
2: What is it, goon? I'm kind of in the middle of something.
3: (coughs) I'm hit, got shot. They got me pretty good, and
2: I don't think I'm going to be able to pull through on this one. If it wasn't clear, I'm really busy. So get to your point. I've got a wife, and some kids that belong to both me
3: and my wife. Look, here's a picture of them, and some money.
2: Please make sure it gets to. Thanks for the cash. Next time, start with that and you won't bore me so much. Hold it right there, Pontiff. One more step and I'll blast you to bits. (laughs) Ha ha ha
5: ha! Foolish heathen! If you strike me down, I'll just become even more powerful than I am right now. Only
2: if you become a saint...
5: Fine. Then kill me. But know now that I am in the middle of a very, very long blessing. Don't shoot, Clark.
1: If he dies mid-blessing, he'll be a martyr.
2: And therefore automatically become a saint.
1: Damn. I'm always two
5: steps ahead, Clark.
2: Martyr. Mater. That's
5: it. Miter. Oh, my heart. I can't do any of my official potpourri without my hat. Hold
2: it right there, Father. One wrong move and I'll snuff you.
5: Well played, Chesterfield. Well played. Hand over the girl. Fine.
1: Thank you, Clark.
2: Now, Pius, here's the plan. There's not gonna be no bombing and there's no more international art thievery. Is that understood? All right. And you're gonna stop pushing the whole world peace thing so hard, you got that?
5: Yes, yes. All right. You can have that one, too.
2: All right, then. I think we're done here.
5: One last thing, Clark. Oh, yeah? You must be excommunicated from the church without the possibility of being rewelcomed into the fold.
2: You drive a hard bargain. But I'll take it.
5: I'll be back, Chesterfield. Just you wait.
1: Why would you just let him excommunicate you like that?
2: Because I know something he doesn't. What? I'm Episcopalian. My goodness,
4: Clark Chesterfield. What are you doing here, Officer Practice? R and R, like I told you, I'm on a tour of the Vatican. Did you know that that's a real Egyptian obelisk in the square? You don't say. And who's this young
2: lady? This is the international art thief, circus owner, and head of the
4: cult of the squid, Squidlips. Oh, wonderful. So you've apprehended her and are bringing her to justice. Sure, why not?
1: Clark, how could you? It's just
2: the way it is, doll. Clark Chesterfield is always on the side of justice.
4: Young lady, if you wouldn't mind just putting on these cuffs.
1: And if I don't?
4: Then all the soldiers I'm here with will just shoot you. I thought the cuffs would be easier. Uh, have it your way.
1: Man. I'll take the cuffs.
4: Well, where are you off to next, Clark? No
2: idea, sir. But I don't think I'll be coming back to Rome
4: anytime soon. That's a shame. As for me... I have a meeting scheduled with the Pope, but I can't seem to find him anywhere.
2: He'll be available shortly, and when you meet him, just tell him Clark Chesterfield sent you.
0: Well, another episode in the books. Just one more episode of our Americana extravaganza remains. But the fun won't be stopping there, folks, for we have many, 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 many more stories to tell. For example, in just a little while from now, you'll be able to tune in and listen to an episode you've been cooking up about a haunted house, or possibly a haunted mansion, or maybe even a hotel. It's haunted by all kinds of ghouls and baddies and frights that will keep you up into the wee hours of the morning. And it will feature a certain special someone, but I won't give it all away. Good night and pleasant nightmares.